And welcome back to WSHIT's Dandy on the Movies. I'm entertainment reporter Dandy Danderson. Each week we take a look at a new movie voted on by the audience here in Crabapple Township. This week, we asked viewers to vote on your favorite drama, and resoundingly, 98% of you said the venerable Jack and Jill, so wonderfully acted by Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler, and also Adam Sandler, and Al Pacino, and also some of Adam Sandler's friends, and Jared from Subway, who took a nice little turn in this movie, and then took a, not a nice little turn outside of the movie. But anyway, that's a different story for a different time. Let's focus on the movie. Here I want to show you an important scene in the movie, when Jack, played by Adam Sandler and Jill, played by Adam Sandler, discuss their twin superpowers together. Let's listen to that now. Why are you so afraid to admit that we are connected? Face it! We shared mom's womb. We were roommates. Oh, that is just disgusting. I have an idea. On the show, there were these twins, and they finished each other's sentences. Jack, maybe you could start a sentence, and Jill, you could finish it. No, no. Come on, Daddy, please, please. Oh, my Ready to receive mental images. Will you stop you scaring him? Okay, ready? Yes. I'm very tired, so I'm going to go to the supermarket. No, I'm going to sleep. What is? Why would I go to the supermarket if I was tired? It's what I would do. The cold air always wakes you up. Isn't it nice when it's, it's you go over there the frozen food section? <laughs> Just listening to this incredible performance by Adam Sandler and also by Adam Sandler, this reporter has to wonder, where was the Academy on this one? Anyway, we'll be back after this commercial break. So with that in mind, last night we had a little uh, dinner together, all of us, and I ran into one of your content creators. His name's Brian Green. Brian, are you here today? No? Maybe? Not? Okay, who cares? Brian Listen. was drinking a lot. Brian was drinking a lot. There he is. He's uh, great. He is. Hey, Brian. He's great. 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 Brian Listen. was drinking a lot. Brian was drinking a lot. Thank you, Podcast Movement. One more time for Mark Cuban, Fallon Fudhemi. I'm Maz Jobrani. Have a great day, you guys. On this episode of The Commercial Break. So now I've learned through my meditation that rather than get upset, I never chase anyone. Like, I'm not stupid enough no. to, like, do any of that shit. No. I, I'm not going to get killed. Here in Atlanta, people shoot yeah. you for less, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't... You, you don't even have to do anything. There are certain, literally certain sections of highways on, in Atlanta where you just drive the speed limit and don't look at anybody. Don't, don't look. Don't look at yeah. anybody. Yeah, because <laughs> you're going to get shot. People are going to shoot. It, it happens all the time here in Atlanta. But what I now do is when so- someone cuts me off or they do something stupid or whatever, I give them the old... <laughs> I pretend like I'm sucking a dick. I don't know why, but I find it hilarious that it calms me down, right? Okay. And Astrid's always like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. Hey, Meanwhile, I'm, whatever just, works. I'm, just, I'm just praying that the person <laughs> is looking in the rearview mirror and seeing this guy go... <laughs> If you produced a show about dogs, I mean, come on, man, a film producer, you've produced a live concert film from a saxophonist, a saxophonist. I'm a saxophonist. Who wants to see me in concert? Actually, the guy was really good, but yeah. you produced one concert film and you're a movie producer. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. You're a restaurateur. Where are the restaurants? They're all closed. Like, they're nowhere. You're an oil man. You sell oil. No, you don't. There's no oil. 
if you're selling oil, you're the worst oil salesman that ever <laughs> happened because you can't even get a tanker from here to there. I know. Well, how do you, how can you even fact check that? You know, like I'm just going to start going on being like, I'm an oil woman. Yeah, I'm an oil man. <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now. Oh, it's another episode of the commercial break. Hey, welcome aboard. I'm Brian Green. This is Kristen Odley. And happy, happy holidays. holidays. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Why do people not fucking wave to you anymore after you let them in in traffic? I know. What I do fuck? it. I, I do it every time. What is going on out there I in the know. world? It's like, you, it's like you're entitled to my, the spot in front of me. <laughs> You know, I just, you know what I say when that happens? What? Best to you. Yeah, best to you. You know what I say? <laughs> Fuck you! You could alter it and say best to fucking you. I know. I, so Astrid always like making fun of me because, you know, I have kids now, and so I can't be the 20th. I 20, do. I, I do know this. I, <laughs> you do? You do? <laughs> they're so quiet. When did that I, happen? I never noticed. <laughs> it's like they're not even here. <laughs> Uh, so I've, I've learned through meditation that I just got to keep it calm, keep it cool, right? Yeah. Because I have a, I have a touch of the rage, touch of the road rage. I'll just tell you that about myself. <laughs> I drive fast, uh, not dangerously, but I like to drive fast and I don't suffer fools very easily. Like yeah. my, the, my, the my least favorite thing would people do when you're driving is you're driving down the road, two lane road, right? I'm going this way. You're going that way. And then people are about to take a right or a left out in front of you. You're the only car. In other words, behind you, there's seven miles of clear traffic. Yes. And they pull out last minute. They're sitting there for (laughs) 55 seconds waiting for you to get close. And then they pull out and then they drive 15 miles under the speed limit. Right. It drives me fucking crazy. (laughs) The fuck, man? Just wait until uh, I go and then go. That's then go what as I slow do. As you want. Then go as slow as you want. Do mm-hmm. your own fucking fiddle diddle on your own. Don't get my all shit all crammed up and jammed up. I feel like I sound like Dean Bodie now. Cribble dibble dabble dibble. A little dabble do you. Uh, so I'm at the. My friend asked me to pick up, drop his son off at school the other day. It's mm-hmm. a private school. It's a nice place. But the, you know, the no one ever planned for that many cars to be in this particular space. So there's just people all oh, over yeah. the place. And they're trying their best to direct tra- direct traffic, but it's it's really relying on the goodness of the people that are driving the cars to get this traffic moving in the right yes. direction, right? There's a lot of places I've where you have those. to let people in and mm-hmm. all this other shit. So I don't, I've never been to the, you know, I've, I don't normally do this. So I'm like, I'm going to just play a good citizen. It's early in the morning and I'm fucking cranky, but I'm going to play the good citizen, right? Yeah. And I'm just going to let people in. Four people I let in, in different places in the parking lot. And now one fucking person waved to me. Really? Not one. Okay. They're all just like, uh just going. If you had let me in in traffic, I would be kind enough to wave to you. Exactly. And I would say best to I mean, you. It's just a short wave. It's just a. It's just a, it's just a hand. Hey. Or even give me like a, a, a wink, like ding, yeah, ding, ding. <laughs> or like a yeah. nod of the a head. Nod of the head. Yeah. <laughs> you. Show me your scrotal. I mean, I don't know what the fuck, but as always, an acknowledgement. So now I've learned through my meditation that rather than get upset, I never chase anyone. Like, I'm not stupid enough no. to, like, do any of that shit. No. I don't, I'm not going to get killed. Here in Atlanta, people shoot yeah. you for less, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't, you gotta you don't even care. have to do anything. There are certain, literally certain sections of highways on, in Atlanta where you just drive the speed limit and don't look at anybody. Don't, don't look. Don't look yeah. at anybody. Yeah, because you're going to get <laughs> shot. People are going to shoot. It, it happens all the time here in Atlanta. But what I now do is when someone cuts me off or they do something stupid or whatever, I give them the old, (laughs) I pretend like I'm sucking a dick. I don't know why, but I find it hilarious that it calms me down, right? And Astrid's always like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. (laughs) 
Hey, Meanwhile, I'm whatever just, works. I'm just I'm just praying that the person <laughs> is looking in the rearview mirror and seeing this guy go. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I know that'll get those rednecks incensed because <laughs> there are a lot of Neckersons around here. That is for sure. Even though Atlanta is a very progressive city in and of itself, but mm-hmm. you know, be careful. You're going to get shot, and there's a lot of rednecks. Yeah, <laughs> going to get shot, and it's still very racist out there. So yeah. be careful. 2021, nothing has fucking changed. TCBpodcast.com is where you go. You can read more about Christy and I. Find all the show notes, watch all the video, listen to all the audio, all from one location. That's tcbpodcast.com. And if you would like to get your first number one, we're giving out sticker number one. Those are collectible TCB stickers. We will be making them every when Well, when the supply runs out, we made 500 of them. So when the supply runs out, that's it. We move on to the next sticker. So if you would like your sticker, there's a couple ways you can get them. Find out more information on the website, tcbpodcast.com. You can send us a screenshot of a number of different things. You can rate and review us. You can send us a screenshot of you with one of our sponsors' products. You can call 661-BEST-2-YO. That's 661-BEST-2-YO. Standard text messaging rates do apply for those of you outside of the country. Or you can go to the website and you can download all that information or you can give us all that information right there. I will let you know again, and I'll say this for the next couple of episodes. We will never, ever, ever under any circumstances sell your information to anyone. So don't worry about that. We don't give it away. We don't sell it. We'll never do that. That's junk. That's bunk. I won't do it. Fuck off. So if our sponsors (laughs) ask for it, they can go get a big ha-hoo up the woo-hoo, if you know what I mean. We will never do that. It's simply so we have an address we can send the actual sticker to. We need it. How else are we going to send the sticker to you? Exactly. Snail mail. Get there in six to 12 weeks. <laughs> hey, guys, I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by DBS Alliance. I've told a lot of stories about when I was younger, I worked in the restaurant industry for many years. The restaurant industry is full of characters and oftentimes can be rough around the edges when it comes to drugs and alcohol, which can take its toll on your mental health. But it's also a place where there's a lot of love and oftentimes a restaurant crew can be considered your second family because you spend so much time there. That's exactly what happened with a dear friend of mine that passed away just about a decade ago from suicide. He actually jumped off of a building And I kept thinking to myself, and I keep thinking to myself, if I just had had the opportunity to sit down with this young man and have one more conversation, I know for a fact that I could have talked him out of jumping off that building. We were that close. DBS Alliance is trying to bring awareness to this fact. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the U.S. amongst all age groups. It's estimated that one in five Americans may deal with mental illness problems, and about 20.9 million Americans have a mood disorder. Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance provides free support groups, wellness tools, and inspirational stories to guide you on your path to holistic mental health wellness. My friend is not alone. On average, there are 130 suicides a day. Think about that, 130 people, and it's probably more during the pandemic. Middle-aged and older adults have a higher rate of suicide than adolescents and young adults, but it's a problem amongst all age groups and growing amongst younger children. Women are 1.4 times more likely to attempt suicide, and men are 3.6 times more likely to die by suicide. So how can we help? Well, there's a couple things that we can do. First of all, if you think something is off with one of your friends or family members, reach out and say something. If you feel like something is off with yourself, reach out and say something. And reach out to learn more about how you can start conversations about mental health and suicide in your community by visiting dbsalliance.org slash suicide dash prevention. 
That again, dbsalliance.org slash suicide dash prevention. I know a lot of us out there feel the same way. If we had just had one more opportunity to talk to that person, we might have saved our lives. This is your opportunity to start that conversation. dbsalliance.org slash suicide dash prevention. Thanks so much to DBS Alliance for being a sponsor of this program. And please reach out if you need help. Uh, Hey, Brian. Yes. (laughs) Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? (laughs) Hey, are your credit card bills piling up and those interest rates keeping you up at night? That is strange that you ask, my friend Chrissy Hoadley, because Lightstream, a division of SunTrust, is actually a brand new sponsor of ours here on the commercial break. And by the way, yes, to answer your question, yes, credit (laughs) card bills keep me up at night. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think, you know, during the pandemic, things were really crazy. Some people you know, lost their jobs and needed to kind of supplement with credit cards. Now maybe they've got another job again and they're looking to kind of pay things down and those interest make, rates make it so hard to do, really make any headway at 19, 20, 22%. It's crazy. Some of my credit card rates start at like 13 or 14%. And I mean, I'm not, I don't have 900 credit score, but I also right. don't have a bad credit score. And these fixed rates for people with excellent credit start at 4.98% and the interest rate is fixed for the entire life of the loan, which is the best part about, in my opinion, that's the best part about it because you never have to worry about fluctuating rates or maybe, you know, you have a bad month and you pay a bill late and then all of a sudden you're paying 5% more on your credit cards than you were before. Lightstream knocks all that stuff away. It basically locks in your rate at very low rates. Now, I think we should also tell the listeners, this is not a payday loan. This is not for people um, who have checkered credit history. This is Mm -hmm. for people who have been financially responsible otherwise and maybe hit a little bit of a rough spot during the pandemic. Yeah, you know, you might have two or three credit cards that you've been kind of spacing things out and now you're trying to pay one down and you're paying minimum payments on the other and it just, it keeps, it feels like you're spinning your wheels and not getting anywhere. So I think this is a great option as far as being able to consolidate everything into one place with one monthly payment. I agree with you 100%. I do have to say that one of the things that causes so much stress in everyone's life is concerns about Money. money. And yep. so I think the the people at Lightstream honestly are trying to help by offering these low rate loans from $5,000 to $100,000 so that you can get a little bit of relief and specifically probably consolidating your credit card debt. The good people at Lightstream are offering a discount to TCB listeners. If you go to lightstream.com slash TCB, that's lightstream.com slash TCB, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash TCB. And if you do that, you get a special rate discount because you're a TCB listener and because the people at Lightstream are a sponsor of the show. So, we encourage you to. I'm already get, thinking about doing this. <laughs> I honestly am. Like, I mean, we were talking to the people yeah. at Lightstream and we were both like, huh. This is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Does it count if we do it? <laughs> and it so, does. Yeah. So the good people at Lightstream are offering these locked in low rate uh, loans from $5,000 to $100,000 for people with uh, good credit or better you can visit lightstream.com slash TCB. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash TCB for your special rate discount. We'd like to say thank you to yes, Lightstream. Thank you. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? 
Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies. Allergy symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. I I came across the craziest thing the other day. You did well. Actually, a friend of mine sent me a text message. Do you know the this show, The Real Housewives of Atlanta? Well, of course you, I do. I think you'd have to have your head in a fucking. I was a hole. long time watcher. I haven't watched the last couple seasons of but... Real Housewives of Atlanta yeah. or, or some other version. All of them, really. But... All of them. Yeah, <laughs> but Atlanta, I watched pretty regularly until the last couple seasons. How many are there? Are there like five or six different cities they do this in now? Oh. Like New Orleans, New York, Los Angeles? No. I mean, yeah, it's like Orange County, Beverly Hills, New York, New Jersey. Atlanta. Uh, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Wow. That's going on right now. It's got to be a snooze fest. <laughs> I mean, not. It is not. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, the the Mormons it's, are just as dramatic as the rest of us. Oh, they're wild. Ah, yeah, I got a they're few friends. Wild. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> Let at least not be fooled by <laughs> yes. any kind of uh, pretense. Those yeah. those Mormons, they get down. They know how to party. They do. Uh, what yeah. do they call it? Room Springer? Oh no, that's not. No, no, that's not the. That's <laughs> room Springer. Room Springer. <laughs> spring someone from the room? No. The, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pench Springer, <laughs> Pantalone Springer. Uh, no, it's the the um, Amish. They have Room Springer, which is basically a year when you're a teenager. Like I think it's at seventeen, you can go do Room Springer, which means go fucking get down, get wild. Oh, okay. Drink they give you a year. You, they give you a year to go drink and drug yourself, fucking silly. Okay. And then they hope that you come back. They hope that that, that <laughs> sleeping in the gutter for a couple of weeks with a bad heroin habit brings you back. Oh, there okay. are many documentaries. We should do one. Yeah. We should do a, an episode on. Room Springer, and I think I actually I might be able to get a hold of, of an ex Amish guy who might be able to tell us more about Room Springer. So, uh, but I think the Mormons <laughs> have something. Oh no, the, you know what? They ride their bikes and they teach teach people they do. about they stuff. That's the what they do. They go on the mission, the mission. yeah, which is mm-hmm. much different than doing heroin in the gutter. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> so, the Real yes. Housewives of Atlanta has had a ca- rotating cast of characters. If you don't yes. know what the show is, I mean, yeah, I don't Nene, know how to explain I it. I mean, to you. she's probably one of the most famous. Nene Leaks, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, I think that Real Housewives. Atlanta was that the first one or was it no, New York? No, it was New York. Was the was first. No, I think it was actually Orange County. Oh, Orange County and that's New right. York. They're kind of neck and neck. Okay, but Orange yeah. County, New York, and then came Atlanta. Atlanta became mm-hmm. a very popular version of this very. show. 
uh, based on some of the personalities that are there. And it's a rotating cast of characters. It's been going on for like 10 years now. Mm-hmm. So all the old, I don't even know if some of the old characters are involved in it. I don't know the first thing about Real Housewives of Atlanta anymore. I watched yeah. like the first 12 episodes and then I was like, eh, this is really making our city look very poor. <laughs> first of all, none of them live in Atlanta. They're all outside of Atlanta. Right. Second of all, I'm pretty sure none of them are rich. They're just pretending to be rich. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Who A knows? lot of the homes yeah. are rented. A lot of the homes are rented. Oh, that's, it's that's, all just yeah. for show, right? Mm-hmm. I think the people in Orange County and New York are the only ones that actually have money. The right. rest of them are just <laughs> pretending to have money. Well, Beverly Hills, they those bitches got yeah. some money. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but listen, you got to give it to Andy Cohen, who is the executive producer. Oh, he's producer, a mastermind. Mastermind behind all this. He knows what people want to watch, and it's just trashy television. Yep. And he's done a he's great right. job yeah, putting this all t- – he's right. And he's done a great yeah. job putting it all together. And I got to give the guy uh, credit. He, he also did uh, – he's done a lot of shows that, that you would know. He's, he's like an executive guy at, at Bravo. Anyway, Real Housewives of Atlanta starts, and I have not kept up with the seasons. But the other day, I get a text message from a friend mm-hmm. with a picture of a guy named Simon Guabadia. And Simon Guabadia, it's talking about the Real Housewives of Atlanta and how this guy Simon Guabadia – Went from one housewife, married to one housewife, Mm -hmm. to married to another housewife named Portia Williams, who you may or may not know. She's like semi-famous. Okay. She's Uh, on some famous radio show or something? Yeah, but that came, I think, after the housewives. Oh, okay. Well, her grandfather was Hosea Williams. Her grandfather was Hosea Williams? Mm -hmm. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. So okay. she's from that family. Yeah. So she's like an old Atlanta family. That's weird. Um, I used to I used to um, serve Josea Williams in a restaurant that I worked at. And he's a very nice guy. Anyway, he's like, Jose Williams is like a legendary, legendary in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a, a civil rights guy. He was a mayor for a long time. He, I think he was the reason why, uh, part of the reason why the Hartsfield-Jackson Airport got built so okay. big, as big as it did. But anyway, so his daughter is on this program, and this guy, Salman Gawadi, is talking about how he went from one housewife to then married married to one housewife, married and divorced to another housewife. Scandalous. Scandalous. And now this Portia Williams, all of a sudden- Are they actually married or are they engaged? They're engaged right now, but they're Mm -hmm. putting on a big show. And, you know, apparently there's like a three-part special that's coming about (laughs) Portia Williams. And I I don't know, Simon may or may not. Of course there is. What's interesting about this is, do you remember a little streaming radio, st- streaming television station, slash radio station called Simcole FM? I do, Brian. Legendary in song I, and history. I was, I was a guest on there. You were a couple of times. <laughs> a guest, and then uh, you were up there drinking with me many uh-huh. a day. Yeah. Yep. So let me give you this story for those of you that don't know. I'll go back a little bit in Brian history. <laughs> in 2000 and something, probably about 10, going on a decade now, I got invited yeah. by a, a co-worker friend of, of ours to a meeting with a rich oil person that wanted to start a streaming radio station. And because of my experience at Clear Channel with streaming radio, she felt like I was going to be the man for the job. Well, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> thanks thanks for getting me right into the lion's den. I appreciate it. I didn't, at the time I already had a job, I was doing well with the company that I owned. And I, I, I refused the, the meeting a number of times for months until she's like, listen, he really, he'll, he'll pay you to do this. And I'm like, he'll pay me to do this. Like, there's no money in streaming radio. Yeah, like, this was, I mean, before there was money. Yeah, there was a, I mean, podcasts had just come online. Yeah. It, it was just like a, it yeah. seemed weird, right? It seemed odd. But at that point, I was like, well, if someone's going to offer me a pile of cash to do right. something, I might and, as well go take it. And it was like meeting. a brand new studio. He was building out everything. Well, not that, that we're, we haven't even gotten there yet, okay. right? So the guy, <laughs> so I take this meeting at a restaurant that he supposedly owns. I take this meeting. He shows up. He is this larger than life like or i literally nigerian oil guy yes 
He sits down. <laughs> he shows up in a Rolls Royce. He sits down. He's smoking a cigar. He's got he's, an accent. He's got an accent. Yeah, you know, that always a, lends yeah. to the credibility. He, yeah, he's got affectation. <laughs> well, it lends to the credibility or the non-credibility, depending on which way you're looking at right. it, right? When you hear or, or Nigerian oil man, you probably think of many emails that you've deleted or go straight to your spam <laughs> box, right? That's true. So I'm like, wow. Okay, take the meeting. The guy says, yeah, I want to do this, right? You know, you you do it. I give you the money, you do it. And I'm like, you give me the money, I do it. Put together a budget. I do the, you know, tell me what you need. I'll take care of it. And I'm like, this sounds too good to be true. I've been in a lot of these <laughs> meetings. This sounds too good to be true. Uh-huh. Let me explain Atlanta a little bit for those of you that do not live here. Everybody, and I mean everybody, is a producer, a rapper, an executive producer, a director, a famous photographer, a musician, they're mm-hmm. soon going to be selling out Madison Square Garden. Yeah. They've been at the Fox. They've sold out two nights at the Fox Theater. <laughs> Everybody. If I'm on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I know somebody who's on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I've been yeah. in two reality shows. I'm about to do well, a third. the thing about it is, is that half of it is true. Well, that's so true. So you don't know who really. That's right. What is, is real and is not. What has happened is because there is a lot of legitimate. Yes, legit. Fame going around Atlanta and mm-hmm. money going around Atlanta. That the people who are really doing it, when they talk about it, you don't know the difference between the people who are telling you a fucking fishtail and people who, but everybody claims to be doing the sure. same thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody is famous. Mm-hmm. Just like us here at TCB Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a famous right. podcaster. Exactly. <laughs> sure you We're are, now buddy. saying it around town. One person noticed me one time. <laughs> are you Brian Green? <laughs> Do you, I owe you money? <laughs> are you serving me papers? Right. So it's hard to tell sometimes what's real and what's not. And I took uh, I took this meeting with a grain of salt. But at the advice of the friend, quote unquote, that we have, quote unquote, mm-hmm. she says he's he's real. He's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Put together a budget, a plan, and he'll write the check, which is exactly what I did. And what I thought to myself was, I don't know the first thing about starting a streaming radio station. No one did at the time, like a streaming radio television station, put some cameras, do this whole thing. But I know it's going to cost a lot of money if you really want to do it the right way. Like yeah. not just a couple of guys doing it on their off hours. But if you want to, he, he literally was like, I want this like the best that's ever been. Right. Yes. I'm going to put billboards. I'm going to have a plane flying. You're going to be on MTV. <laughs> I mean, like the whole nine yards. Yeah. So I put a budget together that's rather that that would have shocked me. Like it, it was expensive because I put it together the right way as asked to do. Mm-hmm. And he literally rubber stamped it one night at his restaurant at like, you know, <laughs> nine o'clock at night. You get a radio station. You get a radio station and, and you, you get, get a radio station and we get a radio station together. <laughs> and he already had a cast of characters he kind of assumed would be good for the, right. the streaming radio station to have shows on the streaming radio station. He asked me to kind of lead the charge. He didn't. He asked me to lead the charge. Right. And I oh, said, yeah, if, you were running things. I said, if I'm going to do this, you got to pay me. This is a full time job. Like, I'm not going to go and manage a radio station and try and sell ads and put it all together. I'm not going to I can't do that on my off hours. I already I'm already running a business over here. You have to pay me to do this. Mm -hmm. Right. And he literally rubber stamped payment for me and everybody else at the radio station. I put it together and I followed that budget to a T. We got a studio. Yeah. A very nice studio. It was studio. very nice. I remember coming over when That's you were right. getting it all set up. It was unbelievable. Like mm-hmm. he literally Brand was like, new. here's your, here's and your a cool space. part of town. Lovely. Right. Yeah. A half a mile from my, my house. Didn't you do what? You watched Anchorman being filmed there. I watched Anchorman 2 being yeah. filmed, like or part uh, of it being filmed right, right down the street. Yeah. So 
Uh, so he, <laughs> a week later, we're in this studio and he, it's blank. And he's like, this is yours. What do you tell me what you need? You put it through my lady and she'll, she'll buy all of it. Right. She'll get it all set up. Yeah. I was at his office one day in this, you know, penthouse suite at the, at the top of this fancy office tower. And he was like calling lawyers like, I did Sim call FM, set it up. You know, <laughs> Brian Green, pay set him. It up. Yeah. Get him, get him what he needs. Pop, pop, you know, dot, 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 dot. Meanwhile. The entire office was empty. I mean, it was like 10,000 square feet, of which 1,000 square feet was being used, and one lady sitting outside the door who looked, quite frankly, scared of everything. She was like, and he was like, pay Brian Green," And she's like, which account? We don't have any money. Pay Brian We need furniture first. Can I get a chair? Can I get a stapler? If I pay Brian, can I get a stapler also? Something was off, but I, I right. didn't know what at the time. And he, it, things were just yeah. moving fast and furious. People can be like that. I mean, that is exactly why there's tons and tons of examples of people getting, you know, hoodwinked. Hoodwinked. That's yeah. right. Hoodwinked is the right hoodwinked. word. Hoodwinked. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> so uh, the next couple of weeks or months, we, we set a target date and then we go to work building this studio. Nights, weekends. 24 hours a day i am literally living at this studio getting it ready oh, getting it God. set up yeah i would come visit you and bring you food that's right you would <laughs> i remember that like and we had a bunch of lovely people that were helping us too such like people oh, that just there were some cool people oh everybody yeah. was cool yeah. everybody was cool i don't have a bad thing to say about anybody that i worked with i'm not sure that that's the same thing you know, i'm not sure that they, i'm not sure they feel the same way but listen i had a, nothing bad to say about any of those people that worked with us i mean the guy named john was in there like we were literally ripping this old carpeting out and you know building new studio equipment running wires every which way to sunday setting up the computers and networking them and it took a lot of a lot a lot of time and a lot of effort to make this thing go because it was a professional streaming radio station. We wanted it to sound and look like a radio station that you were just getting offline. Meanwhile, there were so many promises being made. We're going to have billboards and, we're, you know, we need photo shoots and we're going to do, you know, yeah. I don't know. You're going to have we're going to do a Super Bowl ad. Right. Don't worry about it. It's on its way. <laughs> Super Bowl ad. So. Around the t so and and now I have hired all of these people to come and work for us, me with the promise they would get paid from this man. Mm -hmm. So right around like <laughs> right as we start getting going, right, he also had a furniture store. He sent over a bunch of furniture, like new age furniture. Right about the time we yeah. started getting going, something <laughs> something happened that that kind of freaked me out a little bit. Right, I'm like, we need. Uh, we need two TVs or three TVs or whatever it was. I forget what the equipment was, but we need this, right? So I call the lady who I call, and she says, mm, mm -hmm. well, um, can I get back to you on that? She never said that before, right? Can I get back to you on that? Do you really need it like today? Can I get back to you on it? And I was like, no, yeah, I'd like it, but I'm, I guess it's not, I guess it's yeah. whatever. We'll make yeah. it work without it, right? And she goes, okay, because, you know, we're like, we're waiting for a payment, right? And I was like, oh, you're waiting for a payment, like, <laughs> That's what I do. That's not yeah. what he does. Like, I wait for payments. He doesn't wait for payments. Like, I'm waiting for payments. He is the payment. Yeah, he is the payment. <laughs> and this starts to snowball a little as we start to, uh -huh. as we ramp up to get the station the, the, going. The, the string The was string pulled. starts to get pulled, yeah, right? And pulled. I'm paying ever so close attention, but now Slowly I am. Slowly the unraveling. Began. I know, but I am so baked into well, this situation. Well, you're into it at that I point. Know. I'm you like know? so excited about this And you now. don't want to even admit in, to everybody and be like, because you've announced I never did. it to everyone. Yeah. Hey. hey the guy who's paying us, he doesn't have any money. <laughs> He's waiting on a payment. 
Remember this whole thing we put together? How excited you got and you quit your jobs and all that shit? We're waiting on a payment. But it gets worse. Oh. So we start the radio station. It, it starts yeah. and, you know. You had guests. I was uh, one of them in yeah, there with man, the rappers. For like, I would say for about four months. It, it Kimmy was the yeah. co-host. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> so we start. I'm doing the morning show. And then we have a number of people that are filling out the day. Lovely people. Really talented. Doing what they do. Right? Now, yeah. the station starts off strong. There's a lot of people, I think, because there's a lot of general interest. Then, like, I expected it to. It kind of, like, it kind of plateaus a little bit. I didn't know all the things that I know about podcasting or how to how to get an audience or all that right. at the time. I was just kind of relying on the fact that there was a marketing person who was the friend who introduced me to the situation mm-hmm. that was going to be helping out with this. Thanks for the help. Nothing fucking <laughs> happened. There's no billboards. There's no ad Super Bowl ad. There's yeah. nothing. Nothing. You know? Okay. So we get started, and month number one, there's just so much excitement about all of this. The station's going. People are coming in and working. They're literally clocking out nine to five. They're staying late hours. They're, everyone's excited about putting this together, and now we have it humming. We have a control room. <laughs> we're setting up clips. We're storing all the information. We're running commercials. We're doing – I mean, we're just doing everything, right? I think I got it. I'm, I'm going. Like, there's a lot of stuff that we need to clean up, but hey, I'm, I'm, we got this thing going. Yeah. There's guests. There's celebrities that are coming up there. I'm like, wow, this is the real deal. Like, we really did this. We pulled this shit off. And eh, man, maybe we only have a couple thousand people listening, but eh, give it some time and it'll it'll yeah. keep going, right? So I'm doing a four, and uh, on top of running everything, I'm doing a four-hour radio show starting at six in the morning. Live. It's crazy. I'm yeah. getting up early. I'm staying late. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Payday comes. First, first payroll is delivered a couple days late, but as promised, mm-hmm. everyone's excited. Yeah. Second payroll comes, getting paid every two weeks, a couple days late, but as promised. But one of the checks bounces. Oh. One of the checks to Ooh, someone bounces. And now I'm like, meanwhile, I still need some extra equipment and I need things, right? Yeah. So the lovely lady that's sitting outside of the desk <laughs> uh, with no chair, no stapler and no furniture who's my now my contacts to get all this stuff is like, do you think you could, maybe you can buy it and then like submit it to me and then I'll, I'll do my best to get it paid. I'm like, do your best to get it paid. <laughs> yeah. But at that time I'm in, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% in the deep end. So I'm like, I guess, yeah, I'll take, you know, I'll go get some stuff. Right. Because exactly other stuff what has happened. Do. Yes. That's the, how the scam happens. That's how it happens. That's how Things they get happen you. at first. Yeah. And then it all starts to unwind. <laughs> here so a little problem over here a little paycheck bounce over there a little you know but it's all just papered over with you know oh it just came out of the wrong ah simcoe fm is slowly dying and i am the only one who probably knows it at this point not that i know it but i'm suspecting something but i am so excited about this that i keep going yes meanwhile other people are starting to notice stuff too now we're on like month number two right And month number two, all of a sudden, the lady is like, I can't issue checks today. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't issue checks today? It's like, you know, it's the 20th. We're supposed to get them on the 15th. And she's like, yeah, we're waiting on a payment. And I'm like, waiting on a payment? She's like, we're literally waiting for a boat from Nigeria to come in (laughs) to sell the oil or some shit like that. And I'm like, there's no money in like a bank account somewhere. You don't have like a... There's not a savings account. You mean this guy signed off on all this money and he didn't have the money at the time? He told me to go have people quit their fucking jobs and he didn't have any money at the time? And she says, well, that's kind of the way we operate around here. I'm like, I'm fucked. I am fucked. Oh, no. So month number two or three, 
people start like now I am putting on a show. I am like, yeah. guys, don't worry. The, every once in a blue moon, this guy, Simon, shows up. He'll show up. He's smoking a cigar. Show, don't worry. Everything's Rolling fine. up in the white yeah, Rolling rolls. up in the white Rolls Royce <laughs> or the fucking $300,000 Maybach, right? He's rolling up to it. And he'd show up and he'd walk around and everybody would kiss his ass. And then he'd leave and he'd go, don't worry. We'll, we'll get that payment to you. Don't worry. Yeah. You know, he'd give me yes. the whole fucking spiel. And then I... Because no one would dare ask him directly about the paychecks. Now, I became the guy. And everyone was like, so when do you think it's going to get paid? And I was like, you know, I'm confident that Simon's going to come through any day now. But now people the are... The boat is about to be here. <laughs> that with boat the payment. is coming on its way from Nigeria. A little storm in the ocean. We got a little rocky roly Rui, right? <laughs> but don't worry. Yeah. Literally millions of dollars right. on their way from Nigeria. Any moment the it's going to show up. The be. FedEx men's are coming is right. <laughs> it's exactly what I was waiting for. Nothing. The guy never had the money in the first place, and he told me to go and do this. Month number three. Now, many people. Now people have left their pissed. Now people are pissed, pissed. Now everyone's yeah. like loaning each other money, just trying to get through because right. we're all doing this as a full-time job now. Yeah. Because that's what we were told to do. Mm-hmm. Promised that we would get a year worth of runway, and we're now three months in and nothing. It stopped after month number one and a half or something like that. Yeah. So now I'm getting nervous and I am <laughs> yes. trying to I am trying to not piss off anybody, but communicate gently that things are really falling apart over here. Like I cannot keep people happy and working and I cannot keep the st- station online if they're not getting paid. Right. Uh, he, this lady would dole out a little bit of money here and there, you know, like a th- like God, one. It's like the Ponzi scheme. Oh, my God. I mean, it's like one tenth of a paycheck a here, here, one tenth of pay, a paycheck yeah. there. Yeah, it was just. Like just just giving us a nibble, hoping that, you know, we wouldn't want ask for the entree. Yeah. <laughs> Month number four. Now you're hungry. Now I have had three different people sitting in the chair where in, in on my particular show. Right. All promised to pay. None of it coming. So now I've had, you know, Kimmy. I've had other people sitting in the mm-hmm. chair at one point on my show in my morning show. I literally got approval. Because that was the payment that he was getting. I literally got approval to bring somebody here from Denver every single week to do the show for three days and then fly back to Denver. That's right. I know who you mean. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was it lasted for about a month and a half. And then all of a sudden the money stopped flowing and it was like, I don't know what to do, bro. I don't have any other options. I'm not really sure. Simon at one point asked me to reduce the payroll. I did that. I let people go on. And it was so fucking difficult to Uh, do that because it's like, I promised you this and now I got to let you go. I was the bad guy. I was turning into the bad guy. Now Mm. I would have been willing to be that. Sometimes management is the bad guy, right? You have to play play the bad guy. I would have been willing to do that. Had someone actually stepped up and decided to live up to their end of the agreement. I say this, I am only telling you my point of view, right? There are many sides to every single story, but I think this is the clearest picture I have now a decade later. Yeah. That after four months, I finally called one day. I had been calling multiple times a day for like weeks and I just was not getting any response. I was calling our friend who Mm -hmm. was telling me whatever she needed to tell me to make me shut up and go away, Mm -hmm. which is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Fucking Well, I think she was getting hustled, too. I am not 100% convinced about that, but (laughs) I'll just say, you know, that's my point of view. That's the way that I saw it. Okay. After four months, after multiple times of calling a day, I called and I was like, we need payment or this is all stopping right now. Yeah. 
right? And he said, okay, I'll get it to you. I'll call you back in a couple of hours. And I was like, well, all right, there we go. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. In. Now we got it. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Look at me. I'm all excited. I'm running around my apartment like, woohoo, I can pay my rent. Yes. Right? Uh, then I get a phone call an hour and a half later from one of the guys at the station. Simon was just up here. You're not allowed in the building anymore. I'll get your stuff and put it outside the oh door. Oh, my God. Is that how it ended? That's how it ended. Jeez. That's how it ended. And if you come up here, I'll have to call the police. Uh. That's what he told me to do. And I was like, holy shit. So Simon walked in there and told them all a fishtail. He yeah. told them that I was the one who was problematic and that he would get them the money that was owed. Wow. Don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. Brian's not allowed up here anymore. Close and lock the door and call the police if he shows up. Jeez, that's Unbelievable. Awful. And so for the next, and our friend, quote unquote, Went right along with this whole fucking mm. song and goddamn dance. It was really disappointing. Like at, at well, the end, yeah. I lost a friend because yeah. I believe that I believe what I believe. Right. Yeah. Uh, I lost a friend. And then I got made to be shit on by this guy who pulled a scam, basically, mm -hmm. and then made me look like the guy who, who made it all like not the scammer, but the guy who was the problem. Right. right? If you guys would have gotten paid had Brian not been. What? what? Had yeah. Brian not been here. Brian was the guy who put it all together. Yeah. Right. But I'm not looking for any credit. I'm just telling you what happened. By the way, those people never got paid. They got like they got like, you know, three hundred dollars a piece the next week. Mm -hmm. And then they never got paid. Yeah. And then after another month and a half, I heard this from somebody. Guess what? He had the audacity to do What? charge people to do their radio show. What? He started to charge people ah. to do their. So now not only was he not paying them, he was asking them for money. That's so all of a sudden he became into like a rent for hire. It was a rent for, it was a, yeah, Simcola FM, which was, by the way, I mean, listen, <laughs> let's be honest about it. Simcola FM was a really bad radio station, <laughs> yeah. even though there were some good programs on yes. there. Uh, it was yeah. a really bad radio station. Yeah. yeah. I My idea was we had a lot of people from a lot of different points of view and places. Yes. So I called it genre free radio, right? Mm, it's not I black. It's that. not white. It's not yellow. Mm. It's just everybody. Everybody's here. Everybody's doing it. Whatever you like at some point during the day, it's going to be tuned in. You want the goofy, yeah. you know, zoo crew, morning crew radio show in the morning. <laughs> it was like a really bad version of the commercial break. <laughs> or maybe it just was the commercial break of much longer. <laughs> yeah. It was like yeah. three hours. Oh my God. Four, four hours. Four hours. <laughs> And after I stopped getting paid, I would like flex on the hours. Like it was supposed to start at six, but sometimes it would start at eight thirty because <laughs> I was just tired and hungover. We got the brewery down the street oh, to the give us. Oh my right god! We got. I went down there and convinced them to give us a keg every week. Like after we started getting, we weren't paid. I was like, listen, I'll shout you out if you yeah. give me a keg every week. They literally rolled that thing up. We had like you had to go up a flight of stairs to get in the studio and just sit and get shit faced. <laughs> all morning i was literally dream i was for like six weeks i was just morning drunk yeah. all the time <laughs> i would go home and sleep away but hoping that the paycheck would show up in my account it's the worst it was the oh, worst it I was, know, that such was stressful i want to bring this back around to say there are a lot yes. of people speculating online and i've heard the name sim cole fm a number of times this is the reason why i'm addressing it here on the commercial break what i've heard been, that what have people been saying about sim cole People have been they, they've been saying that Simcole FM is one of the things that Simon owns, mm -hmm. even though uh, it's administratively dissolved. The company is along with many other companies that he owns are administratively dissolved. OK. And that he's a TV producer and that he's a, you know, yeah. a restaurant tour. All of his restaurants are closed. 
I only know of I'm this is just me. I own I'm only sharing my information. I'm not saying that this is fact or your own research, you know, because I also know that this whatever. Anyway, I do know for a fact that he did produce one video one time. Right. Because okay. I remember doing promotion for it when we were over at Simcoe FM. Yeah. But people are digging through the history of his corporations and they're saying, oh, there's this Simcoe FM. Simcoe FM is no longer. It was for a very short period of time and people did not get paid. That's what I know. People did not get paid. They got promised to be paid, mm-hmm. but they never got paid. And in the end, he just songed and danced it out of the out of the back door (laughs) (laughs) see you later i'm taking my my buck and i'm going home guys i'm really sorry about all that payment i didn't give you but did you see my new my out front (laughs) fucking asshole unbelievable that's the part that really got my hide and by the way i think he was on wife number three when i i think he's been married and divorced six times six times five or six times isn't that crazy ah I, I think that, uh, I think that's what happens. I think it's just a a repeating pattern, right? Is that he pretends to be this Mm -hmm. when he gets found out to be that he literally distances himself. He pushes everybody away, says it's their fault and he moves on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't know. That's the textbook definition of a scam artist. It is the textbook definition Mm -hmm. of a con artist, mm-hmm. of a psychopath, of someone who just does not care about other people's feelings. Yeah. They only care to get through the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. They want to look. And listen, if this guy had come to me initially and said, I, I don't have this money. I don't have it, right? It's not yeah, it's not in the budget. Something fell through. But can we start off small? Do you think you guys could like put, can I pay you to put something together mm-hmm. and then we can just kind of do it on our time, see if it works and see if we can get viewers so we can get some advertising revenue. Mm-hmm. I made a budget for a year before dollar one came in the door because I knew that's what it would take. Right. Just like the podcast. Yep. I never had any expectation we would make dollar number one for at least one year after we got enough viewers to sell advertising Mm -hmm. because I'm smart enough to understand that businesses don't work like that. Most businesses, you don't open up the door and start generating a profit, especially when you're creating content because people got to find you. It's, it doesn't, I don't know if they're going to like it or they're not going to like it. It's a process. Chrissy, you're Mm -hmm. so right about this. I love (laughs) that you're right next to me in this conversation (laughs) because you know, I was tormented at this time. So I hated tormented. that for you. Yeah, I was. You're this, right. It was about ten years ago. It was ten years right ago. The time Jeff and I met. So yeah, that's right. And I and I was. I remember I was taking you out for margaritas. You were taking me out for margaritas. <laughs> you were paying for my. Yes. I think you loaned me two hundred dollars one time. Yes. One time, one of the little producers who was much better at saving money than I was, a guy that we had known for a very long time, saw that I was like I was really struggling because yeah. I had paid for all this bullshit. I had given people money out of my own pocket to make sure that they didn't leave mm-hmm. many months earlier this guy came and he was like i can like loan you three hundred dollars yeah and i was like three hundred (laughs) dollars i was a grown man i shouldn't have been asking for three hundred i shouldn't have had to take three hundred dollars from the guy who was producing my show downstairs but you know what i took it because i didn't have any fucking money because someone kept promising me the payment is right around the corner should Mm -hmm. be in today we're getting it tomorrow a couple weeks it just went on and on forever. It mm-hmm. never ended, you know? Oh, and in the meantime, I watched other businesses of his close. Mm. They just closed. And other people in those businesses say the same fucking thing. Yeah. Same fucking thing. 
Well, I'm waiting on payment. He says mm-hmm. he's going to pay us. He says after the after it's closed and he sells all the he had a furniture business, went out of business, right? And he promised this person, I, I don't I don't I don't have permission to say their name, but because I haven't talked to her in years, but you know, she said, "Oh, they're going to pay us once they sell all this extra furniture." Right. I know. At least I was told that never happened. Mm-hmm. No one ever got paid. And if he had come to me and said, I don't have the money to do this, but if we kind of put it, like, I got a little bit of money. Yeah, if we can kind of like piece it together. always yeah. appreciated. I'll give you a studio. I'll pay a little bit of money to put it together. Mm-hmm. I'll buy the equipment. Yeah. Can you? Let's do this together. Let's do this together. Yeah. Right. Keep your day job. Right. 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 But, at, <laughs> but if you want to do this and I can like give you a little bit of money here and mm-hmm. there for this is and that's like, yeah. we can do this together. If he had taken a collaborative, basically he said, let's do this together. You do the work, I'll pay you. And then he never let it lived up to his end mm-hmm. of the agreement. So I can tell you right now, at least from this perspective, from Brian Green at Commercial Break a decade later, which, by the way, I might have a podcast five years earlier had I not been through this experience. <laughs> it really scarred me. I can tell you right now that this guy straight up told us he was going to pay us money and never did so. And many, many, many conversations just blew smoke directly up our asses. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. So I don't know Portia Williams. I don't know. I don't know who she is. Never met her. I'm sure she's a lovely lady. Mm-hmm. Hear me. Hear what I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got to say. Hear what I'm saying. So now she's on this Real Housewives of Atlanta. He's flying her around on private jets. Oh, right. He's got multi-billion dollar ho- you know, houses. <laughs> I guess the boat came in. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that the oil tanker finally did up. show up. <laughs> just took a while. With like Brian, a billion dollars. You didn't hold on. Yeah. You just hold on for 10 years. Some people say like he's a billionaire. A billionaire. Uh, he's got multiple houses around the world. I can guarantee you. I uh, My opinion is, I shouldn't say I guarantee you. My opinion is all of those houses are extremely leveraged or rented for short periods mm-hmm. of time. It's yeah. a matter of fact. It's a fact that when he got on Real Housewives of Atlanta with his first wife, he went and rented a huge mansion out in the suburbs of, right. of Atlanta, like okay. a, like a 12,000 square foot yeah. mansion. But he bought it with a mortgage, with a with a very large mortgage, right? Uh-huh. And then he then <laughs> then he sold it as soon as Real Housewives of Atlanta stopped filming. <laughs> I mean, this is what uh, this is what happens, right? So oh no, don't believe everything you see. It's the game. So mm-hmm. I am sharing my own personal experience. I think a lot of other people online now. If you Google this guy's name and then you put in, if you Google this guy's name and you go to YouTube, you will see that there are so many vloggers out there who are already onto this guy. Like yeah. I'm not saying anything that any but he's not already caught on yeah. to, or at least people who are paying attention. Um, you know, he's trying to get his PR machine to send out a bunch of, you know, uh, oh, he's a philanthropist or philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> he's a philanthropist is what he is. He's fucking flapping his mouth. Yeah. But there's like, there's a bunch of people out there who are onto this. They've, they've uncovered much more than I have. I'm just sharing my little tiny piece of the world. But I thought it needed to be addressed from a guy because I imagine that my name somewhere out there is still attached to Simcoal FM. Yeah. I don't think there's any more. I think there's a couple of YouTube videos out there because we weren't in the habit of putting them on YouTube. And I think I have some like, you know, material on a CD or something. I'm not going to play it here because I, you know, nah. I don't know. Yeah, Best I'm not going to play it here. Best left unsaid. Yeah. Best left unsaid, even though I just said it for <laughs> 45 minutes. Do you still have it on your LinkedIn? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
No, it was like a breakup when it happened. It was like a bad breakup. I just like deleted everything. All, yeah, I deleted the Facebook page, which was under my name. I de- I just went and did uh-huh. it. I was just like, fuck that. I was yeah. so hurt, man. My feelings I were know, so hurt because I was, you know, you put all your heart of and your course. soul into something, and then it actually starts. And it was exciting. It was. That's like a dream to be funded and just have free reign, get paid, start your own thing, go, go for it. Uh, I did not. I knew I always wanted yeah. to be on radio or have some be behind the microphone but yeah. i never even imagined that a streaming radio station would be something until that opportunity was presented itself mm-hmm. i did not come to the opportunity the opportunity asked for me and then just to have it ripped out in such a manner where it's like eh, yeah. you know we'll pay you and then we can't pay you and then will you start paying for stuff and then, and then never come back lock the door don't come back i'm calling the police <laughs> That was a ballsy fucking move on that guy's part. Yeah. A ballsy fucking move. But I had no power because I had no money. Well, I was going to say, if you That's had it. the money, then you could have sued him. I or, talked to attorneys yeah. and they were like, good fucking luck. Yeah. Ble- good fucking luck bleeding a rock, basically. Right. Like, right. you know, good luck. Some some guys looked yeah. into it and they were like, you're not going to get anything out of this guy. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, at the mm. time, you know, there were other things out there in the universe with him that, you know, I don't know anything about. But the attorney yeah. was like, good fucking luck, dude. Good luck. You're going to bleed a rock. You're going to bang your head against the wall. You're not going to make any money. So I know this is not a particularly funny episode of the commercial break, but I did want to make sure that it got addressed from my standpoint because I hear the name Simcole FM out there. And I know at some point that my name will be attached to that in some way, shape or form. And Mm -hmm. I wanted my side of the story, my side of the story out there in the world. So take it or leave it for whatever it's worth. That's it. (laughs) I feel like we could turn this into a... uh... A show like I just watched a show about you know scammers yeah. scamming people. Well, they I could know, be yeah. an, he could be an episode of that. <laughs> he's like four episodes, yeah. of that. yeah, because he's done this. This like this right. is good. This is good. He's like nine lives. The guy mm-hmm. just keeps on going and keeps on like keeps on you know, reappearing. Keeps on reappearing. He is literally falling upward. Yeah. Right. He went from <laughs> you know a nobody who owned a, a kind of subpar fucked up restaurant right yeah. to then you know oh now i'm a tv producer you, you produced a show about dogs i mean come <laughs> on man a film producer you've produced a live concert film from a saxophonist a saxophonist <laughs> i'm a saxophonist who wants to see me in concert actually the guy was really good but yeah. you produced one concert film and you're a movie producer that doesn't yeah. make any sense you're a restaurateur where are the restaurants they're all closed like they're nowhere you're an oil man you sell oil no you don't there's no oil if you're selling oil you're the worst oil salesman that ever happened because you can't even get a tanker from here to there i know well how do you how can you even fact check that you know like i'm just gonna start going on being like i'm an oil woman yeah i'm an oil man <laughs> I got tankers in the sea right now. I got gas in my car. <laughs> Listen, the oil tanker ran out of gas. The oil tanker ran out of gas? How does that happen? Can't you just like pour it back in the <laughs> Listen, Brian, payment's coming. We just had a little bit of an issue. <laughs> I had to return the rental tanker back to Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get here in time. So now I'm renting a new oil tanker and then I'm sending it over. Right. 
please. Uh, you know, I understand there are people who do trade oil like that. You know, they actually. Yes. Say, yeah, yes. that happens. It's, you know, it's whatever a commodities trader that actually takes hold of the commodity and then sends it from here to there. I mm-hmm. mean, I think I never got to the bottom of exactly what the oil business was. Um, <laughs> but I will tell you this. It's. It, 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 yeah, I think I knew more about the oil business than this guy did. <laughs> He was like, it's on its way. What's on its way? The tankers. For to where? Not sure. <laughs> Lake Lanier. <laughs> Lake Michigan. Got an oil tanker coming right to Michigan. Unbelievable. Oh, well, there you God. go. There's the saga of uh, Simcola Fan. I thought it. I thought we've had. had we have alluded to it before, but yeah. I thought it was best that I uh, I say it out loud. Um, and there you go. If you have any questions, you can comment directly to me. Uh, I'll be happy to answer anything that I can. Now, I'm sure there's going to be a retort to this. I'm sure there is. <laughs> yeah? Right? Yeah. I just think that's the way it is. Okay. I'll probably get served papers <laughs> for slander. Only, it can't be slander. Then you could countersue if I was for your back pay. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's many years later. I don't think I can counter shoot my back pay. But it was a lot of money, I will tell yeah. you that. It was a lot of money back then when I was making this much money, and it's a lot of money now when I'm not making this yeah. much money. <laughs> <laughs> the commercial break is headed the same direction. I just want everyone to know. <laughs> Only now I'm the oil guy telling Holdley she's going to get paid any day now. Chrissy. <laughs> uh, Bud Light's going to be our sponsor any day now. <laughs> I just talked to him. Oh, you can always be my old guy. No, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> and you helped me out like so much during that time. I just I want to say that that I'm me. so grateful. I know, but you know, it was uh, a yeah. it was a really tough time. That's the, what good friends do. The the post six months to that was a really oh, tough time, and tough. my and my friend Raphael really helped me out too. I yes. mean, everybody that's what we do is friendship. That is, you, know, you have your ups and you have your downs. But I mean, yeah. at the time, I felt like such a fucking moron. I'm like, I left this fucking great job, yeah, that I had, this company that I had. I left it in order to pursue, you know, yeah, chase paper dragons. But hey. D- you're not the only one in history this has happened to. Oh, no, 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 no. By yeah. any means. No. And people much, much in the different areas of, of society yes. this happens to. Yes. There are lots of people that this happens to, and I feel for all of you. And here's mm-hmm. all I got to say. If someone comes wanting to fund <laughs> your dream, do your homework. Yes. And here's the one thing that I never did that I should have done. Even though he signed the bottom of the Excel spreadsheet or the the PowerPoint presentation that had all the budgets on it, I Mm -hmm. asked for a signature. I never got a contract Contract. signed. Never got a contract signed. I I took it on good faith that this would be enough until the lawyer told me Excel spreadsheets are not contracts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You dumbass. (laughs) One lawyer said, how are you going to pay me? (laughs) I said, I thought you could take it on contingency. And he's like, contingency? What do you want me to take? Is rented Maybach? <laughs> <laughs> the leased office space? You want me to take the radio board worth $12? <laughs> oh, God. It was a... But for a month, it was a fun time. It was. For a month, it was a great time. I had a really good time. Hey, I'll never forget. Remember who I was dating at the time? Oh, I was yes. dating a person at the time, and it was yes. that was also. A, I yeah. think that contributed yeah. to the roughness it of the situation. Did. It was a rough, rough, rough relationship. Yes, and I will never forget one. T- 
One time she called me. We got in a fight and she was like screaming at me. She called me. And it's, it, the phone was left on air. <laughs> oh, it was nice. a tough time. Tough time. Anyway, Simcoe FM, check it out. Nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't even. I think you can find a few videos, and that's it. I'm, I'm not even okay. sure. I think I have. I've got maybe... some old pictures. Uh, yeah, in my Facebook from yeah. us, like in the studio, me yeah. drunkenly taking pictures, yeah. of, like the rappers. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know who they are. <laughs> oh, we had this. We had the uh, Reeds, Antonio Reed and Ashley Reed. Okay, um, who were, LA Reeds? Yeah, who LA Reeds so, kids? Yeah. who were great, and they did the mm-hmm. show every Friday night. We had so much fun. We up did there. have a lot of fun. I was like the white boy in the mix. I'm sure they hated yeah. me. They were probably like, <laughs> "We don't need you up here." <laughs> But I'd be up there all drunk, like, so what do you think about this? And they'd be like, so it's our show, <laughs> and you're white, <laughs> so shut up. But we would have, like, 30, 30 uh, yeah. people in there the studio every Friday night, and who yeah. knows fucking what was going on. Yeah. It was awesome. We had such a great time. <laughs> that was when I first dated Jeff, too. I remember sitting I in pictures, and I was like, look where uh, I am. Look how I'm well. He's like, uh, yeah. He's cool. Pro- yeah, Jeff, who, who really knows what, <laughs> what, the, what the business is all about, was like, yeah. I remember him talking to me one time, like when you guys first started dating, and he was like, this just doesn't sound right. <laughs> Something about this doesn't sound right. Do you have a license for that music you're playing? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Simon got one. <laughs> pretty sure ASCAP is going to show up at the door any moment. Shut you down. <laughs> and then we had a pro wrestling show on us. Right. It was so weird. Right. I was doing nothing but talking about the girl I was dating <laughs> from 6 to 11. <laughs> from 11 to 2, there was some crazy man upstairs dancing named Christopher Martin, the fashion plate. Love that guy. The fashion plate. Then the reeds right. would come on, then we had Anbu talking about relationships, and it was just a total fucking clusterfuck. Uh, Listen. It you was know, fun, though. You live, you learn, you move on. That's and right. that's exactly what I did. Yes. So, but, you know, be careful out there. Uh, that's, that's my right. side of the story. And there you have it. And you're welcome to use clips from this. Any, <laughs> any of these vloggers out there, you're welcome to use clips from this. Just make sure you contact me and let me know that you're going to do so. Okay. So I'll say this to you. What else can I talk about? I, mean, I think we covered it. That's a pretty big chunk of my life, right? Yeah. I mean, a, a year a year of my life right there. Yeah. That, was, uh, that was rough <laughs> that I shared with the world. I know. So there you go. Okay. Being vulnerable. I love you. I love you. Best Brian. to you. Best to you. And best to you out there. And the, oh, let me say this, www.tcbpodcast.com, where you can go to find everything. Find the audio, find the video, get your stickers, uh, and read all the show notes more about Chrissy and I. Memfo Fest. Uh, well, actually, I'm not going to say that because I don't know that that's going to appear before We might have just after. been we at Memfo. might have Memphis. been just Memfo. <laughs> yes. But here are the beautiful stickers, and you can get yours. Go to the website and go to the Get Your Sticker tab, or send us a message to 661-BEST-THE-NUMBER-2-YO. That's 661-BEST-THE-NUMBER-2-YO. Y-O, and we'll make sure that we get you a sticker if you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform, or you can show us that you uh, are using one of our sponsors' products and services. Okay, that's it. That's all I can do. Until next time, I must say bye. bye! The Commercial Break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at The Commercial Break on Instagram. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Connell.